Hello, this is Vibes with Viv on WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. And today we're going to be chatting with Miss Gloria Fernandez, who is the CEO of GoGo Bites, which is a uh, an organization that works to improve food access for low-income families. Um, she conducts or they conduct live cooking demonstrations, teaches cooking classes. Gloria has been in the community doing fantastic work around food for our seniors, our children, and our adults. I'm very excited, and I know you will be too, to to listen to Gloria and to get some valuable tips that can help us all. Um, so again, this is Vibes with Viv on WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. And we will be right back. And welcome back to Vibes with Viv on WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. And again, today we're going to be talking to Miss Gloria Fernandez. Hello, Gloria. How are you doing today? I am well, Viv. Thank you. Thank you. I was so uh, pleased and happy that you were able to sit and chat and share with me and with all those listening about this uh, fantastic work that you're doing in our community. I'm so excited. Well, you know, um, it was interesting to hear you say fantastic because I'm really working hard at not labeling things. Uh, I have gotten to the point where I understand that this is something I need to do when I consider this one poignant line. When you're on the an airplane, it tells you to put on your mask first. So in my journey has really been, as I look at it now, really trying to take care of myself. But I also want to build up people around me just because it's about sharing the wealth of information. That is so true. That is so true. And um, I had an opportunity to share to um, you shared your resume with me and some other information. And I think I can honestly say I can honestly use that adjective. Fantastic. From what I've read, Um, you have collaborated with or partnered with many organizations in the greater Boston area including the East Boston Neighborhood Health Center, Urban Farming Institute, Bowdoin Street Health Clinic, Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center, the Go Fresh program, and that is a program that I personally am am familiar with. Um, The cultural cuisine, I mean, the... um, You've done cultural cuisine classes mm-hmm. and um, just a multitude of places. Mattapan Main Streets, Fresh Truck, Codman Square Health Center, Codman Square Health Academy. I mean, we could go on and on and on and on. And um, I can honest, I honestly believe that if the work that you were that you were doing was not valued, was not of the highest quality, that these partnerships and collaborations wouldn't exist. I do have to, I, I had to settle down and really um, see that and to understand just what you said, because sometimes you wonder, 
Well, I have. I'm not going to say you. I'm going to say me. Just sat down and wondered, well, is it working? And one of the things I had an issue with early on is because I am a little extra fluffy. I'm a little buoyant in the water, as, <laughs> as I like to say, because I also I also like water aerobics, and I've been volunteering sh- um, teaching water aerobics for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I am buoyant, and I know it. So being fluffy, I thought, well, I didn't fit the look because I remember going to Weight Watchers as a very as a very young child with my mom. So food. Or eating or diet awareness has been ingrained in me from a very young age, which has also led to some real serious challenges around um, worth and and body and body um, body your body my body's physicality the size Mm -hmm. I was a tall kid Mm -hmm. Um, I was hippie. As they say, you know, so I drew some attention. So it's been a, it's been a journey, but it's been um, to be where I'm at right now. I'm like, okay, I'm all right with it. I'm all right with it. It can only get better. And and what I so appreciate is that you you decided to take your journey and to share the wisdom, um, the learned nutrition education with others you're just not keeping it for yourself to to perhaps better improve or to better understand yourself but you're sharing that information amongst others so that they can also um perhaps um, do better or um and 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 learn to make at least have the information to make better eating and life choices. Yeah. You know, sometimes some people don't simply know better. Um, that's not that doesn't always mean that you're going to do better, but you have to know better to do better. Yeah, I think you know, um, there's been a lot of conversation in the last couple of years about privilege. And I will have to say that we are an extremely privileged nation. Um, for the most part, because of advancements in technology, the world is very privileged. The fact that a farmer um, that makes $200 a year can get on WhatsApp and talk to his cousin in New York. You understand? He can be in the Amazon. So we still have some privileges. Mm-hmm. The other thing is with those privileges, we have choices. So we can either succumb to gluttony and no accountability been there, done that, <laughs> still wrestling with her. You understand what I'm saying? I do understand. I can do whatever I want. I don't have to answer anybody. Why? Because I'm grown. Mm-hmm. So that may mean going to McDonald's, eating three Big Macs, knowing I don't feel good. It's not just so much that it's not healthy, but you have to think about the impact. It is definitely, and this is what you said about not knowing, but I think even at the basic level, you understand cause and effect. I know if I, the basic, if I eat a hot pepper going in, it's going to be hot coming out. That's the basic, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So you also know that if you're lactose intolerant, you may not know the terminologies, 
but you clearly have some significant memories about the time you ate that pint of Ben and Jerry's and how quickly you ran to the restroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's stuff that's just like you don't even have to um, be nutritionally, mindfully inclined, but if you just pay attention to your body. And that's the one thing I've had to to learn when I said about putting on the mask first, as the airlines suggest, I had to pay, start to pay attention to my body because there was a lot of disregard. Um, yeah, just a lot of disregard and not really listening and, and, and honoring my body, what I deserved, and what I deserve isn't necessarily um, a T-bone steak that's going to take probably about four to seven days to digest in my body, quite honestly. Um, but just thinking about maybe it's not food that I have to gratify and make myself feel good with. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of stuff around. If you know anyone that that's that looks like they're tired, mm-hmm. more than likely it's something to do with what they're putting in their body. People who are eating live food look alive. People who are eating dead food look tired. And when you say live food, what do you mean? If it has a seed in it, if it doesn't come in, uh, if it's not processed. And processed could be as simple as, let's see, um, roasted nuts. They're processing the nut. There's something done to it. It's not just you pull it out the shell and you, that's, that's a basic process for most people. Then there's the process of taking, uh, making something like a Beyond Meat, where the processing is so intense that they've taken all kinds of chemicals and ingredients and compounds and processed them together. So processing is like breaking down, blending, and combining. To eat a pear, you do not have to do anything to it except for open your mouth. Now, if you decide to process it, you could put it in a blender. That's step one in processing. But I could continue on to process that be- that pear till I could dry it, and that's processing it too. Then I could concentrate it, take all the liquid out of it and concentrate the liquid, and that's what you see in a lot of juices. It's a concentrated juice. But when you have a pear that's concentrated and dried out and manipulated to the point where it's just the bare essence, that's where people talk about the high amounts of sugar and how it runs to your body through your body even quicker as opposed to naturally being processed by your own body where your stomach acid breaks it down, it goes where it needs to go, and then it comes right out. It doesn't <laughs> hang around for four to seven days. Okay, okay. Marvelous, marvelous. So I'd like for you to share a little bit about Gogo Bites. Um, share with with me and with those that are listening about how, how did Gogo Bites come about? Well, um, I had was working at Boston Healthcare for the Homeless, cooking and kitchen staff and serving and going down into the basement because it, it used to be the morgue. I was It was a lot, okay? And at the same time, I ended up working with Daily Table. They were just starting. That's in Cardman Square. And it really I was really impressed because it talked 
the the chef came to um, New England Center for Arts and Technology where I was going to school for culinary arts and was speaking about the partnership that Daily Table had in terms of working with Cardman Square Health Academy and community leaders and organizations. And they were going to offer cooked food that had been modified, um, paying attention to the salt, the sugar, and the salt. The salt, the sugar, and the fat. Mm -hmm. So it would be healthier and people would snap benefits and purchase it. I hounded this guy for months. I wanted to work with them so bad because I saw what they were feeding folks at Boston Healthcare for the Homeless. Quite honestly, it was laden with cheese, a lot of a lot of meat. I mean, I remember cleaning chicken legs that was as big as my arm. It didn't make no sense how distorted the, the pieces of meat were. So I really wanted to work with them. I worked there for a while. Um, the intention and the hiring, I was supposed to be working with the teaching kitchen and working with employees. That was taking a long time. I continued on Boston Healthcare with the homeless, but eventually went back to Daily Table and did start teaching classes in the teaching classes in 2018 and 2019. And then unfortunately, when the pandemic happened in the beginning of um, early 2020, I was still continuing to do some events, but I got hired through Cardman Square Health Academy to work with them in Cardman Academy to work with some students and to produce uh, some videos. And that's what that's how Gogo Bites started, really. It was just like, oh, okay, I can do this on my own. But it was a, you know, a, a great foundation being with Daily Table, and that got me in cahoots with Old Ways, um, who I'm an African uh, Health and Heritage Ambassador for. And and um, it just started to make sense, really. The I had done um, years ago, uh, like stand up comedy. I will be honest. Uh, I remember opening, uh, hosting for a show that had some really notable comedians like Sam J and and some others over in. Um, I can't think of the name of the place right now. It's in Jamaica Plain, right near the brewery. I can't think of it. So being in front of people and talking and making them laugh, and and I I really wanted to have more of, I guess, I was having a desire. I wanted more of a mission and about healing more so. I knew laughter was funny, but how far could that take you? Because uh, we used to laugh around the kitchen table and the dinner table, but we weren't eating the best things. So I wanted to incorporate food and fun. Now, you mentioned Old Ways. What What is that? So Old Ways is an organization, and there's two parts to it. They do have a curriculum where it has been modeled from individuals who are uh, like food historians and um, things of that nature, nutritionists, and things of that nature who develop curriculum based on regions, African, Hispanic, Mediterranean. And they have a curriculum for adults and for teens with um, traditional recipes, perhaps modified, again, being mindful of the salt, the sugar, and the fat. Then they also have a component where they would travel around the world doing features on particular types of food. So they would go to restaurants and vineyards and things of that nature. Wow. And so now Old Ways is being used as the criteria for SNAP benefits for the federal government. So that's pretty exciting that they've gotten in on that. 
It is. So it's it's just not a local Boston organization. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. It's, uh, I, I feel like it's global. Wow. I feel, yeah, I feel like I've seen people like other parts of the world um, doing classes also. So I, there are people who do it now in like after school programs um, who organizations can actually buy the curriculum and you can go in. And so like the African curriculum will talk about the spices and herbs, the way they come from, the history of them. Like they really okay. get into it. Okay. Uh-huh. So you learn a bit, you learn a little something about, or a lot of some things yep. about the ingredients that are used, the history, exactly. um, where they're from, and the various ways as to how they're used. And the health benefits. And the health, excellent. Most, most importantly. Excellent. And I see here on your resume that you are an ambassador for, I am. for Old World. I am. Okay. Yep. okay. So that's a certification that you had to, I, ex- or you well, decided to. To, to. Some, to some degree, mm-hmm. but I do have access to use the curriculum and permission to use the curriculum. Excellent. Uh-huh. Excellent. That's exciting. Wow. Well, we've learned quite a bit about Ms. Gloria um, within the last 15 or so minutes that we've been chatting with her. So we're going to take another quick break. Again, this is Vibes with Viv on WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. So welcome back to Vibes with Viv on WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. And again, we're talking with Miss Gloria Fernandez. Um, we've learned some really interesting information about some of the collaborations she's done, um, how she got started with her organization, GoGo Bites, and... Um, Learning, and I hopefully we're going to also learn some nutritional tips that could also help us, all of us that are listening. Um, I know she had mentioned the organization Old Ways and how that organization teaches, um, has curriculum that involves teaching around um, different cultural uh, foods, cultural ways of um, um, eating, and nutritional shares nutritional information. So hopefully, at the end of our program, all of us will have also received some nutritional um, tips. Um, perhaps um, learned something. Well, I've learned quite a few things after chatting with her and looking at her resume that I definitely didn't know and that I definitely plan on uh, incorporating and finding out more information about. <laughs> I plan to take Vivian's full advantage. telling the truth because I've been trying to get her off of coffee for three years. She, <laughs> she's she playing around. I've been trying to tell her to tell try cacao. She's like, mm. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I'd like to uh, chat a little bit about the some of the um, I, well, I'm familiar with the Daily Table. Yes, and um, I know I'm more familiar with the da- the Daily Table in Roxbury, which is relatively new. Well, it's definitely newer 
than the Daily Table in Dorchester. Um, and the Daily Table in Dorchester has a teaching kitchen. So I'd like for you to share a little bit about your experiences there. Well, it's been a few years since I've been involved with them, and they keep dodging my calls. So <laughs> I don't know what the heck happened. But again, um, the last time I really did anything for them um, was is in 2020, and then it was shut down for the pandemic. And then I was contacted to do some work with them again, and then uh, there was no follow-up on their part. So in the end of 2019, um, actually, yeah, the end of 2019, I contacted Fair Foods, Mm -hmm. Nancy Jameson, and because I had met her once because she had made a delivery um, to Daily Table because they were receiving some food items from them. And you might be familiar with Fair Foods. They're the $2 bag organization that you see around the community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, they're not only in Boston, but they're they're out in Brockton and different places like that also. And I had been a recipient of their $2 bags over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, you could go and buy a bag of cucumbers for a dollar. Mm-hmm. And I had two children. And so pretty much from 2019... Um, and then during the pandemic, Fair Foods was one of the major organizations that was getting food out to individuals in the community. I'm talking about the Guild, YMCA, all kinds of places. And so I was able to help coordinate volunteers with wow. them. Wow. I was also just part of the distribution it was you know sometimes when it got cold but then sometimes it was hot like i remember that first summer we had um and at that time amazon was just building their food delivery mm-hmm. so they had a lot of stuff that they had to get out of the supermarkets because nobody was in the supermarket that's true we were giving away chicken breasts wow like family packs selling them for a dollar or two dollars Wow. Yes. And so that was really a wonderful time for meeting people and networking. And at some point I did a couple of videos for um, for Fair Foods also just to kind of share with people. And in and over the years I've done like samples like even out in East Boston where just using the items that were in the bag. And during the um, 20, end of 2021, I was able to do a six-week program with Madison Park CDC with 15 families. And so what I did was coordinated through Fair Foods. I would drop off bags to, to my Madison Park's coordinator for 15 individuals. And on Saturday morning for six weeks, they were up at 9 o'clock. Um, they had a presentation from the coordinator from Madison Park. And then I would do an hour with just what was in the bag. There was no, you have to go out and get any extra ingredients or nothing. Because now remember, this is the pan, end of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So this is all homebound stuff mm-hmm. pretty much. So if we had raspberries and Brussels sprouts, I taught them how to make um, braised raspberries. I mean, braised Brussels sprouts with a raspberry glaze. Wow. Just simple stuff. One time we got spinach and feta cheese. Mm-hmm. Most of it was plant-based and vegan. Most of it was plants and um, vegetable stuff, fruits mm-hmm. and vegetables. Or sometimes we would get like a dairy or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we had spinach and feta. Look, just break it up. You got a little schneezing? Add your little schneezing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mix it, you know, with the feta cheese and put it in the oven and make a little dip out of it. Wow. You don't got to do nothing. I mean, just simple stuff. Mm -hmm. Different ways we would get bags of potatoes. I would teach, show them different ways how to um, how to prepare potatoes from lockers, how to make sure to boil them and refrigerate them for at least four hours because it has, what that does is it changes the starch in the potatoes so it's a little bit more better for diabetics Okay, because, you know, the potato will turn into a sugar. But if you refrigerate it after boiling it, it changes the composition of the starch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So just doing different things like that. How? Um, and then I've had an excellent opportunity to work with the Urban Farming Institute, too. And um, last year, I remember getting, or was it early this year? It could have been last year, that they gave me this beautiful basket of all kinds of goodies on my IG channel um, on Gogo Bites on IG you can see I do a little I have a little video of it and what I did was I put together just like a soup I've, I've done some videos for age strong with old ways and I don't really like salad and so I figured out oh if I warm up the greens I'm happy so what I would do is make like a nice broth and I would just put greens in a bowl and pour the broth over it, put a top on it, let it heat up, and then I have like a soup. Wow. Right? And it's more digestible for me because, I'm, you know, I grew up being kind of bit, a bit of a lazy eater, so chewing is a challenge sometimes. <laughs> Even though I have these big teeth, I, I prefer to just swill my stuff down my throat. <laughs> but then I also learned um, bell peppers are better for you raw, mm -hmm. but tomatoes are better for you cooked. Oh. Exactly. So uh, because I told you I have a little stuffy nose, I had a big, huge tomato that I got from Fair Foods, a big old tomato. I cut that up and just let it cook down in a pan with some greens and some mushrooms. And that's what I ate because of the vitamin C. Now when I had some bell peppers, I just cut up the bell peppers. And after I, if I'm eating something warm, I'll put them in at the very last and put the top on the pan, turn the fire off and just let them heat up. Or if I know I'm going to use it, I take them out earlier in the day so they're not refrigerated and cold. Not so cold. Uh -huh. but, it, but just to share with your listeners, it's so amazing now that you can Googleize anything. Mm -hmm. But you have to be really careful because they're, they're, what, what your goal is. Now, I know that for me, I am tired of cooking. <laughs> I, you know, I, I've been doing it, you know, I had two children. I didn't want to be bothered. But then again, I look at how now I'm listening to my body, right, because I'm in the airline mode. I'm taking care of myself first. Mm -hmm. So I'm paying attention to how things move through my system and how I feel after I eat them, mm -hmm. how I feel or even how they smell when I'm cooking, what mm -hmm. I have to do to prepare them. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of off the meat scene, mm -hmm. you understand? Um and I'm focusing on more fruits. And it's amazing to find out what items are really fruits. Tomatoes, avocados, squash, zucchini. There's all these things that we've considered vegetables. But what I found out watching certain documentaries, like I said, you can Googleize anything, is that manufacturers, dist uh, distributors, 
large corporations got foods labeled different ways because they're charged differently when they're transporting them. So we've been calling zucchini a vegetable probably because it was cheaper for Dole or somebody to ship it over as opposed to calling it a fruit. Wow. It was a different criteria. Wow. So there's like 20 things. If you Googleize vegetables that are really fruits, you'll be like, for real? Pumpkin is a fruit? Wow. Exactly. Wow. That is really eye-opening. Exactly. As you said, you know, there are many things that we think are vegetables that apparently are not. They're not. Or not. And um, and also, there are, from what you just shared, there are ways to prepare these things that will make them better for our bodies to digest and better for us nutritionally. Um, and that's not to say that if you prepare them a different way, that that, that will be harmful. Yeah. But I think that information on how to to eat, to prepare things in the best way that will best serve our bodies exactly. is information that we all would want to have. Yes, hopefully. Ho- hopefully. hopefully. But like I said, you know, if you have the information, then it's on you to decide how you're going to use it. But if you simply don't have the information yes, this is true. You and don't... you could be doing something in not the most positive way, or you could be doing it in the most positive way, but you don't realize it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's still, it's information. Yeah. Information is information. Information is powerful. It's important. And what one does with it, I think it's even more so. But you have to know. Yeah. And also, you don't even know what you don't know. Exactly. You don't. You really don't. Until, oftentimes, until something goes wrong. Exactly. And the thing about it is, it's, it's really interesting because even, so I have been following this gentleman, um, his name is Nathaniel Jordan, and I heard saw him on YouTube, but affiliated with another gentleman. I had bought a series of books from PBS uh, by Dr. Joel Furman, and he is a proponent of what he calls the G-bombs, greens, beans, onions, mushrooms, berries, and seeds. And that's the foundation of his food plan, okay? Greens, beans, onions, mushrooms, berries, and seeds. And so Nathaniel Jordan um, has not, he, he, if you can look him up, he is ministerofwellness.com or Minister of Wellness on YouTube. And I went to go see him in September. And so my mind, I have been really interested for the last couple of years, even before he was doing it, was to either eat raw or or eat more in a fruitarian style. And it's so basic as when you look at the configuration of our jaws and our teeth. And then when you see a, um, a graft or a diaphragm of the types of beasts and animals and things in the world and how they eat and how they process it. And it's just like, okay, so we're eating the cow that eats the grass to get the protein that we need. Are we hearing that? We're eating the cow who eats the grass who need get <laughs> to get 
Why don't we just eat the grass? <laughs> We're indirectly <Right>. getting this <laughs> this this nutrition that that we want that we could get directly that you that we could get directly. Right. Directly. The, the the cow the cow is the middleman. Really. Mm-hmm. Chickens don't even eat nothing but grain anymore. Farm-raised fish, do you know they feed farm-raised fish? Um, sometimes like chicken niblets. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is Googleize and watch a good documentary on Netflix. I'm not a preacher. I am a TV watcher, okay? I am a documentary lover. All you got to do is just Googleize or Say into your phone, for those of you who are just a little savvy or not quite savvy, um, YouTube, blah, blah, blah. You can find all, all kinds of stuff. And as you said, when you don't know, but the Bible also tells us when you know and don't do, that's a whole nother situation too. And a lot of us have sometimes even the basics and we have refused to do it. Well, I will say for some of us, it it, it takes some of us a little longer to process information. Yes. And it takes some of us a little longer to um, seek out information. Um, but I also, I also think perhaps one could go to source A, go to source B, go to source D, go to source E, um, and then come to your own conclusions as oh, yeah. to, to what, to, you know, as to what actions you might choose to take and also to verify information that you might receive from source A, which might be different from what you receive from source X. Yeah. Um, and they could also be contrary to each other. However, if information is the same between A, B, C, D, E, F, G, then one has the option of perhaps you know, uh, following along with whatever that information is. But again, if you don't know, then you, you have, you know, you don't have any information. And again, you could be um, doing things that are not, that you, that are not benefiting you or not really, not realizing what you could do to benef- better benefit yourself with what you're already doing that's positive. I I, I I really do agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying. I, I will say this, uh, Viv. Oh, we, I have seen individuals who are completely focused on looking and investigating what their interests are. Mm-hmm. Okay? So... When I think about food stuff and what you're putting into your body, mm-hmm. just about everybody has a general consensus that potato chips offer no health benefits, mm-hmm. but yet we consume them. Victim, culprit, mm-hmm. suspect number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think, again, like I said, the entitlement has led to choices and then there's also a certain part where people choose to do whatever the heck they want to do. And I know, Vi, you're, Viv, you're, you're coming at it from another way. And I, I hear your empathy. 
But this is a serious thing right now because there's so people will sit on their phones and I, I hate to sound like an old crotchety lady if that's what, <laughs> what I'm sounding like. But really, how can you sit there and, and watch three hours of nail technique but not spend that time on what you're putting in your body to help your eyes clear enough so that you can perform the duty of doing this nail design. Um, so I'm a little, I'm a little um, perturbed sometimes because I know that porn is still like one of the number one things of foolishness that people look up. And the same individuals who are looking at porn are suffering from ED. Why don't you look up something that's going to heal your ED? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. That's where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. It's just like you putting everybody in a state of misery, including your partner who's unhappy because you can't perform, but you still treating your body. I've watched my cousin drink herself to death. Mm-hmm. You understand? She knew better. She mm-hmm. had access to information. Mm-hmm. So there's something even deeper that I had to include into my life was therapy, support, community. There's the eating it. Dis- you, you can go online. You can go, uh, Googleize eating disorder uh, societies or, or, or organizations. Mm-hmm. To uh, I remember during the pandemic being on Zoom with people who were just, I thought they, you know, they looked amazing since, you know, but they had food issues. They had mm-hmm. eating issues. They had a demorph, uh, um, a demorph, you know, whatever they call it, um, conception of themselves and it's just you, you have to kind of build around you um, just like when you have an interest almost everybody has an interest and now with your phone you can access it now with your laptop you can access these things of interest mm-hmm. however the powers that be are pushing distraction mm-hmm. away from putting the mask on yourself right mm-hmm. you're looking and doing everything else i'm worried about beyonce i'm no i'm not worried about beyonce she'll be all right mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. and maybe for the next 40 years with her 35 million dollar a day <laughs> income that she has she'll be all right can i get off of that distraction and focus on me can i focus on my family can i focus on my community oh true true True. So we're going to take a quick break. Again, this is uh, Gloria Fernandez talking on Vibes with Viv on WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. And welcome back to Vibes with Viv on WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston's community radio station. And again, we're here chatting with Gloria Fernandez of GoGo Bites. Gloria, I'd like for you to share a little bit about um, the, um, the work that you did with Boston Israel Deaconess Medical Center uh, Go Fresh program. Oh, that's pretty exciting. So initially they contacted me through, I believe it was Old Ways, actually. And they asked me to do a couple of videos for them uh, to create 
did you have a question? Oh, okay. Um, they asked me to create a couple of video uh, presentations for them, and they videotaped them to go on their YouTube channel to support participants in the GoFresh program. Then, because they had a collaboration getting ready to start with Bowdoin Street Health Clinic, and can I first ask yeah. you just to share a little bit, what is this Go Fresh program? Oh, well, the Go Fresh program, ooh, Viv. Um, so from what I understand, it's a program where they work with people who have high blood pressure. Like, I know there's a certain criteria, and you can probably speak to it a little bit more than me because you said you were closely involved with it. And they would provide, if I'm correct, uh, financial assistance and or food, but um, one or the other, I guess, for like 90 days or, or something like that. Um, and I believe you would be working with somebody directly, the medical staff, a nutritionist, to help you with your goals in terms of uh, adjusting uh, or either eliminating the chance of high blood pressure. Right. I just for those people that are listening that just weren't familiar with the Go Fresh program, that was uh, that was a pretty good synopsis of the program. It was okay. it's a program um, that focuses on high blood pressure around for Black people. Oh in, yes, in the yeah. Greater Boston area. Yes, thank you. In the Greater Boston area, it's an it's a program that lasts a year, um, and you are put into if if you successfully go through the screening process, you're put into one of two, randomly put into one or two groups, either a group that works with a nutritionist around um, uh, eating, foods are purchased, um, and there's an educational uh, piece to that, or the other random group is given a certain amount of money, um, hopefully to assist them with making better food choices. However, the money is given to them monthly, again, for the 90 days of the three-month period, and they can do whatever they so choose with that money. Mm -hmm. uh, um, but, but the idea is to, to, the point is to see how nutrition plays a role um, in, in, high pressure, in high blood pressure. And um, they use the DASH diet as, their, as the nutritional that's the nutritional curriculum that is used. But I just wanted to share that with um, people that might not be familiar with the Go Fresh program. But again, your your work with them was around? Yeah, so I did it for six months in collaboration with Bowdoin Street Health Clinic. And so it was really cool for me. Um, and they allowed me to stay within my realm, which I really like to focus on plant-based things. And that was really helpful for me. I think I did make some salmon cakes at one time, but I've been able to really develop recipes uh, that were um, example, like using white beans, a can of white beans and mixing it with dill and some other seasonings and using that for dressing. Um, I didn't have to uh, be forced into using things that I wasn't comfortable with using in terms of go-go bites. And the other thing was um, they, every month it was a different focus, whether prenatal. So we had individuals who were pregnant or supporting someone who was pregnant. Oh. Uh, it was diabetes focused. Uh, so they had different focus every, every month, bone density. 
And so it was really an exciting challenge for me because then I was able to look up recipes, um, just them up, Google Bite style, you know, add a little something to, to them and then bring it to the community, which was primarily a lot of Cape Verdeans. And even though I have Cape Verdean in my lineage, I've never really eaten or cooked food that was primarily. So it was a real learning experience to me to have to figure out how to incorporate things and what things could I cross, you know, really could cross over mm-hmm. that folks are familiar with. Because that's part of what GoGo Bites does, when, especially when I do things with farmers markets in East Boston and in different areas is, okay, What's the population? What's the culture? What are they familiar with? What are they going to use? And what can I introduce them to? Because mm-hmm. it's all about exploration with Gogo Bites. I'm trying to help you try something else with something else you know. Mm-hmm. You see? So when I'm in East Boston, I may work with a lot of cilantro in my salads, but I'm putting um, black eyed peas in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm putting black eyed peas in a salad um, for the Deltas sorority when I'm doing an event for them, but I'm adding cilantro because I know the healing effects. That's something, so you understand what I'm saying? So it's a nice little crossover. You can bring different things in and do alternatives. Um, so that was, that, was, that was pretty exciting. And now Bowdoin Street has asked me to continue on um, after being done with Beth Israel. And that will be just exclusively Gogo Bites presenting. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Now, um, when you're doing your um, you, when you're doing your cooking classes um, or your live cooking demonstrations, is it just you, or or do you have um, others or another who assists you? And and also, like for example, East Boston has a very high um, uh, Spanish-speaking population. So do you have sometimes Spanish-speaking assistants or translators or? Both, both. So when I was doing East Boston, um, the PACE program and Maverick Landing, actually my former supervisor from Boston Healthcare for the Homeless, Richard um, Rivera Mesa, would accompany me. So it's the two of us that were doing it. When he was in Puerto Rico, I was doing it by myself because mm-hmm. he was, had spent a few months there. But primarily it was me and him. Okay. And the last event I did for them, I had an interpreter and um, I did a diversity and equity event at Boston Public Library for the employees. They have a beautiful teaching kitchen too in Roxbury. And at that time I had Richard... Come and I also had somebody that um, that was of mixed heritage come. So I tried to have like a nice representative. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Did you say that the Roxbury branch of the Boston of Public Library has yeah. a teaching kitchen? They have an absolutely beautiful facility there. Wow. Beautiful. I've taught there a few times. Yeah. Wow. I did a four part series on ancient grains in 2022, which was a really successful. I was really happy. Um, actually, our former mayor, Miss Kim, her mom came to my, one of my events. Okay. And okay. Um, so that was really cool. And, some, and just like meeting new people. It was nice. And then, um, yeah. And then this year, I've done a couple of projects as well. So. That is awesome. Uh-huh. That is really awesome. Okay. Um, 
I actually did something at Future Chefs too on, on Blue Hill Ave. They have a beautiful facility also. They have a, yeah, Future Chefs is a teaching program, I believe, for the city's youth. Oh. Yeah, and with Afri American One, um, with Marlon Solomon, who has been doing some really good work working with uh, young kids in the Boston community, he had, um, he invites me a couple of times to do events around food. Um, showing alternatives to classics or just, you know, like one time we did something like, what would Martin Luther King be eating today? <laughs> that sounds and fun. And I was fun. like, he's watching his cholesterol, so he's eating <laughs> a lot more greens with no, with no salted pork in it. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. That truly sounds like fun. And again, um, that to me suggests how successful your programming is if people are inviting you back and if people are referring you to others. Yeah. Um, I mean, that that definitely says kudos to the excellent programming that you must be Thank doing. You, Thank Mu- you, Well, I mean, you don't, if you go to a restaurant and the food's not good, you don't you go back. Certain, you don't go back <laughs> and you don't recommend that restaurant to other people or, or anything else. True. So, and if people are recommending you or inviting you back into their home, so to speak, then that's, that says that they're happy with you and they want to see you and they're, that, that they're glad that you have visited them and they appreciate what you're doing. Mm. Um, excellent, excellent, excellent. Now, let me see. We have talked about, um, you shared with about some of the partnerships that you've had, like with the Urban Farming Institute and Bolton Street, uh-huh. um, Beth Israel Deaconess, um, East Boston Neighborhood Health. And um, do you have any new things coming up on the horizon? Well, I'll be, um, East Boston asked me to come back, which I'm excited about. Great. And Bowden Street also, mm-hmm. and I'm still with the Urban Farming Institute, mm-hmm. and I am working with a business strategist. So as I mentioned, I volunteer in Cheech Water Aerobics. So my goal is to begin doing that, mm-hmm. and I'd really like to take and incorporate both the movement and the food. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, (laughs) my fantasy is to be able to travel places that are warm. (laughs) Okay. During the winter, Uh you know, like um, resorts and things of that nature Mm -hmm. and teach classes in like still water or in the sea Mm -hmm. and then do food stuff. Uh, Last year I did something called the Embodied Black Girl Retreat. Uh, with this young woman, and it was really, I, I saw her on Instagram. If you ever want to look it up, it's called Embodied Black Girl, and I did a retreat in Tulum, Mexico. And we stayed at a um, a hotel that was primarily vegetarian. They did serve, I think, like maybe chicken and fish, mm-hmm. but it was just the vibe where it was a very clean kind of food situation. Mm-hmm as opposed to a lot of like fried and it was it was um also more cultural culturally infused food. Mm-hmm. So I will encourage people listen. This is my thing. When I talk about exploration, I spent a month in St. Martin. That was the first time I ever had cactus. 
Oh. But do you know you can find it pickled in Walmart? Now, I won't necessarily, I would try it, but I would just be careful of the sodium. But it's delicious. If you like that kind of consistency. So I, now what I really want to do is be able to go different places. I went to Barbados and they have um, like a farming uh, and gardening places now. They had an organization that I tried to go visit that during the pandemic, they were making soup and bringing it to individuals who weren't well. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I I really want to do stuff like that because I do have a travel agent business, too, and be able to just, like, maybe go to a resort and say, can I come and teach and stay here for free? (laughs) 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 And people can come. And then, you know, I can take them on little tours and we can go to farmer's markets and different things like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds like... I, I wish you the best in your future Listen, endeavors. Thank you. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Most definitely. Now, if anyone would like to um, connect with Gloria regarding Google Bites, um, you can get more information on her website, which is gogobites.com. I tell folks it's spelled just like gigabytes. But it's G-O-G-O. Keep it moving. I'm all about a good bowel movement, girl. G-O-G-O-B-Y-T-E-S. Don't want to keep it in you. You want it out. Dot com. Dot com. That's right. Or you can, uh, if you want more information, you can also contact her at 833-464-6298. Again, that's 833-464-6298. 6298. We're going to take another brief uh, break and we'll be right back. And welcome back to Vibes with Viv on WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston's community radio station. And again, we're winding down with Ms. Gloria Fernandez of GoGo Bites. Is there anything, Gloria, that you would like to share with our audience t- today? Oh, absolutely. You know, as I mentioned, you can pretty much Googleize anything to get support. And I found some really um, helpful resources um, like the nutritionfacts.org and that was something that was really helpful for me and it's just like how it's spelled nutrition facts you can put in their uh, search and ask about what's the best spices to use and it's amazing how you can find out all kinds of helpful information there's also an organization that was really helpful to me that was the physicians committee um, for responsible medicine, and that they go by pcrm.org. I found them really helpful. Most of these organizations are .org. And as I mentioned, the gentleman that I went to go see in September, Nathaniel Jordan, the Minister of Wellness, he, uh, I found him to have a lot of really valuable, inspirational, um, Bible-based because uh, there was one thing that was really interesting. He talked about how Christians, we in the Bible, uh, see a lot of stuff about sacrifice. And one of the things he asked was, if you were submitting your body as a sacrifice to God, would he accept it? Ooh, 
So <laughs> um, I found him really helpful. And then on Instagram, and I found this other gentleman, Jay Allen, the Gangsta Holistic, Gangsta, G-A-N-G-S-T-A, Holistic, H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C. And he is an av- um I think he's a survivor of something, but you'll see on his website. But his YouTube um, videos and Instagram shorts and stuff were really helpful. He's really into dealing with like high blood pressure, but he's dealing with it from a male male point of view. Mm -hmm. Because as we know, high blood pressure and the medications they put you on uh, can cause uh, erectile dysfunction. Uh, I was even um, in a seniors group and they were talking about how some high blood pressure medicines are causing individuals to cough. And when you look at the side effects, that's one of the side effects. Mm. Um, There's also Queen Afua, who's been around for lots of years, who has supplements and things. I found her uh, encouraging uh, me throughout my challenges, just, you know, just watching her videos. And then if I, I found like when I was sharing stuff with younger kids, there's a chef, a young chef named Amari McQueen, who at like 11 years old opened up his own little uh, restaurant and he's a vegan chef. And there's all kinds of resources to support uh, an endeavor. And listen, I had meat Thanksgiving weekend. I am moving towards and continuing to aspire where I want to be in the future. I don't want to be a burden, but I also know that when I eat a certain way, my body reacts a certain way. I was seeing orthopedic doctors and having x-rays because my knees were bothering me so much. When I changed my eating for a week and did fruit-based, girl, listen, I had even audited and got a cane from someone. That's how much my knees were hurting me. All of a sudden, I'm walking up the stairs without holding on to the hand railing. I'm like, no, what kind of magic <laughs> sorcery is this, you doggone grape you? What are you doing to me? Um, so those are just some of the things. I, I, I encourage you, this, there are websites like WebMD and Healthline and uh, the Cleveland Clinic and uh, and it's the Black Vegan Society. There's so much out there that was really helpful to me. And, of course, the Eating Disorder Society, uh, going on the live webinars and getting support. So these are excellent resources that if people would like to get more information about healthy dieting um that they could possibly go to. Again, I want to thank Gloria Fernandez um, from of Gogo Bites. G-O-G-O-B-Y-T-E-S. Fantastic. <laughs> I so enjoyed our conversation, Gloria, and we're winding down now. This was Vibes with Viv on WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. <laughs>